Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, and I got my lineman Matt with me. And today, we're going to go over some Blackhawks news and some NHL news. Uh, the Blackhawks played their first preseason game. Uh, that was Thursday night, wasn't it, Matt? Yeah, against uh, uh, St. Louis. Yes. It, it was the, the most watched uh, preseason game of, in probably Blackhawks history. Uh, Connor Bedard played his first game, and he did not disappoint. He had two primary assists, uh, one in, during game and the on-the-game winning goal. Um, you know what, dude? He for um, for a, a rookie man, he looked really, really good. Even though that he is who he is, you know, um, a lot of times there can be a um, you know, like making that jump up to the to the pros is really difficult. And he seems to be um, he like he wants to play. You know, he's like, look, I got to get on the ice. I got to get acclimated. You know, yep. and uh, send him out looked- there all day. <laughs> Yeah, he looked really good, man. Uh, what did you think? Yeah, he looked really good. He was he had a really nice sequence of him skating through pretty much everybody and mm-hmm. getting a shot off. The mm-hmm. only thing that didn't go right was it didn't go in, but I mean, he was a threat almost every time he had the puck, which right. we thought we knew was gonna he's gonna be like that. Right. He, not a lot of kids, like you said, could you know get drafted and jump up to the first line. I mean, you don't see too many guys like that. He, like Kaner was one of them, and Crosby, you know, McDavid, Ovi, guys like that. And he's in the same category as these guys. And these dudes are all Hall of Famers, so it's yep. it's he's not very way. often. Yeah. yeah, it's not very often that it happens. The one thing that I did notice, Matt, was that um, Bedard. It, it looked like people were having trouble getting the getting the puck to him. You know, like like he's open in the slot for a shot, but. Uh, they, you know, we could use a, a caner type of player who can get pucks through, you know? Well, if anything, guys are going to be on him, and he's going to have a crap ton of assists, I think. Yeah. And the, the game-winning goal, I give a lot of credit to Anthony Siu. I mean, he, he saw Connor. They were all kind of drawn to him. Right. He turned up the Jets, and he, he got did. behind the defenseman, and he all Connor had to do was lead him a nice pass, and he buried it. And that's yeah. a guy I think who could really benefit from playing with a guy like Bedard, Anthony yeah. Sioux. He, he's got that weapon, that speed, and now he's finally got someone who can get it to him, which, I, you know what, this guy could get 30 goals this year if he, if he gets time with this guy. Yeah, I agree. You know, looking at Anthony Sioux, he, he was kind of an a ways back, too, when, when Connor got the puck. Oh, he blew and, by him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and he, like you said, he turned on the Jets. By the time that the defenseman realized that he was putting in the effort to get by him, dude, he had no chance. Like, I think Anthony Sioux is at top flight by then. Oh, yeah. And, that was a great heads-up play by him. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, and Connor got it right onto his stick, and he just just poked it right through. Um, you know, Anthony Sioux is, is a very... He's a very um, kind of question mark type of player not as bad as not as bad as Kurashev, but it's like what are we going to do with this guy this is a guy who can use his speed to, to to get pucks on net which is a big deal if you've got somebody trailing him uh but is that something that that the hawks are going to are going to try to um that they're, that they're going to try to bring out is is Reichel going to be able to get this guy in stride? Reichel looked really good. They say that Reichel and Anthony Sioux are going to be playing together because Reichel likes to play with a lot of speed. I, I think we're going to see a lot of flip flopping until it, something goes right. But like I saw that just that one play in OT, Anthony Sioux looked like he's a good guy to fit in with Bedard. 
Yeah. Maybe put Taylor Hall up there too, but I'd I personally like to see that you got, you know, a world-class center. You got a pretty good Taylor Hall's a pretty I, I don't know what Taylor Hall is. He he could shoot, he could pass. He's a, just a good all-around player and then you got speed. You got three important things on one line. That's good. Uh I just like like you said another guy I I don't understand is Kurashev. Yeah. You know like this guy went to arbitration. He got <laughs> probably more money than he deserved. Uh you know benefiting from playing in a for a terrible team last season, but you know what? He he scored a goal. You know, yep. he scored his first game. He scored the first goal of the preseason for the Hawks and he had so, the wherewithal to know where to be though too, you there's know. There's just times where he looks really good. Yeah. Like last season, the year before, like, damn, this guy, if he gets his going, he, he's gonna be a good player, but then he, he disappears for twenty games. So this yeah. is another guy I want to keep an eye on. But for yeah. for Anthony to see you, if he could play if he could put up a lot of numbers and say the Hawks aren't doing that great and they move him at the deadline for a first rounder, second rounder, that could be good. Or if you really like him, you like his speed and he likes it here, keep him. You know, yeah. this is a guy that he's kind of been bouncing around, can't find a home. Yeah. But hopefully Bedard can help him out and make him get a home. Yeah, I agree. He he is listed as one of the top as one of the fastest players in the league. I don't know if you know this, but uh, uh, Jason Dickinson is also one of the fastest players in the league. Um, there was some stats that came out this week on players that hit uh, 22 miles per hour plus, and how many times they did it. Uh, McDavid did it the most, but uh, Anthony yeah, Cue, yeah. uh, Anthony Cue was on that list um, as well. But um, I, I think that. I don't see why. You know, last year, Matt, it was a bad year. It was a bad year for for the organization, um, for players. I, I'm sure it took a lot for guys to want to go to the rink in the morning. But you know what? Could you question his comp- his compete night in and night out? I couldn't. Anthony Seale? Yeah. Yeah, man, every shift he's full speed. Yeah, you every can't, shift, can't man. deny that, yeah. You, you know, you would think that he's one of these guys where it's like, you know what, man, we're not doing nothing. I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to break it out, but he was you know, he was always trying to score. I think that he should be rewarded. Why not, you know, playing with Bedard? Um Reichel, man, I thought that Reichel looked really good. Um I I think that it's having Bedard kind of takes a spotlight off of him in in, in some ways. And I think that's going to give him an opportunity to shine. I thought that he looked really well. He skated with the puck well. He won some face-offs. Notably, Bedard won his face-offs as well. Um, I think I saw him lose one. But, um, hey, but that's not bad if he's going to be – because we want him in the center position because we want him all over the place. I love our two centers, the Reichel and Bedard. I don't care if they're one and two. And even if the year is not going to go right, let them get the experience. Right, I agree. Give them solid line mates that and you know find it and keep it. Don't be Joe Quinville in it and flop it around every three games. Let them develop chemistry. That's the whole point of this. Reichel says that he's watching old videos of Taser and trying to take in, trying to remember, you know, all of the things that Taser, you know, told him while he was, you know, while he was there, um, so he can be proficient at the faceoff dot. Um, You know, man, it's it's. It's crazy to think that the first year that Taser and Kane played was when, you know, it was the year Rocky, not Rocky, uh, Bill passed away. Yeah. And then if they were both playing now, it would, you know, they'd be wearing that Rocky 
um, yeah, you, you got Rocky your thing on their jersey. Now they're wearing Bedard. He's got his Rocky and Reichel. Kind yeah. of, I mean, you can't really compare them yet. Not yet. It would no. be great. You know, Reichel being like the next Taves and Bedard like the next Kaner, and they both got their you know former owners patch on the on the on the crest. So it's 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 kind of weird coincidence, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's a really weird parallel to that. And I told Kimmy. You know, I've I've done this once with her. You know, we we went to ESPN Zone, my wife, and th- at the time, uh, ESPN Zone is no longer in Chicago, and uh, we were watching the Blackhawks, and I was like, it was one of our first dates, and uh, <laughs> and I was like, do you see these two guys? These two guys are going to be really big for this organization one day. We we might even win a Stanley Cup, and she's like, really? I go, yeah. And after everything that transpired over the past couple of years, I was like, I told you I was going to be in tears when this came to an end, you know, and, and it, it's crazy. And I told her the other day, I was like, this is Bedard's first game. Reichel, you know, this is this is a big deal. You know, these guys could be really big for this organization. And hopefully, you know, that, uh, you know, that prediction comes to fruition, fruition, I should say. Um, Korchinski looked good, man. Yeah, he Korczynski, takes shots. He takes, he takes shots. shots. He moves. He moves the puck really well. Uh, he skates well, forward and backwards. Uh, he wasn't caught out of position. He's um, pushing the you know the offensive play up. Um, he's ready. He oh, doesn't. Absolutely. He looks very comfortable. Um, he doesn't look like he's questioning himself. He looked ready. Nolan Allen, uh, he he looked solid. He wasn't doing anything too out of the ordinary. Wasn't noticeable in a very good way. Uh, looked very solid. Uh, Wyatt Kaiser, man, is is someone that I think is going to be. He's going to make the team. I think that he's surprising everybody. Um, Most shots looked, that game. Yeah, he Five he shots. looked really good. He was taking shots. He was solid defensively. Um, he was very decisive with the puck. Um, I, and it's, it's, it's kind of crazy, man. Like seeing these guys, like, you know, like who's going to make the team. And I, and I see that they've got Nikita Zaitsev playing today and it's like, you know, why you're, this dude's taking up a roster spot. Not options. Same with Connor Murphy. He made a boneheaded play. Yes, he did. I, I was going to bring that up, man. Yeah, your boy. Uh, C- Connor Murphy did not look very good. Um, you know, it's it's the first pregame season, uh, so yeah, you know, know guys but... guys need to get dialed in. You know who didn't look really good, man? I thought uh Seth Jones looked atrocious. He did have um, an assist, but uh he, 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 he does bad. get his points. Yeah, but he if he doesn't have a partner that could, you know, a steady Eddie down in his own zone, yeah. his own end, he's not uh He's going to have issues. He terrifies me when they pass the puck to him at the blue line when they're on the power play. He did have it, trouble. Yeah, he, he has. Trouble. He, he seems to have trouble keeping the puck in the zone. And and it's this isn't just something that I noticed yesterday. This is something that I noticed last season too. That um, when he plays along the board, sometimes I think it's better. But when he's on that line, I think that. It, it, like it, it's just a little bit too much for him. You know, Keith used to be able to walk the line, keep the puck in there. Pucks wouldn't wouldn't jump past his stick. Uh, same with Siebes. But he, uh, you know, Jones has a. I think he has. I think he has issues on the power play, man. And, and they might need to replace him. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. Especially last game, he was having trouble putting a fork in it. You know, it was yeah bouncing over him, or he just lost it and. Like you said, it's the first game. Hopefully, they figure that out because you know he's going to be on the team. 
Right. Uh, guys like Connor Murphy, I still don't understand. I mean, yeah, they need to spend the money, so maybe he's going to benefit. But, yeah, if, if if Seth can't do it, I'd like to see, you know, get guys like Korczynski in there. Let yeah. him get the experience. The kid is, obviously, he can lead the, lead the rush and... You know, he's like a Brian Campbell almost, you know? Yeah. I think Brian Campbell was one of the best to find open lanes and, you know, get it in the zone, turn around and hit a, you know, a winger coming in and kind of set everything up again. And I think there's, you know, they got a lot of options. There's Kaiser, there's there's Nolan Allen, there's Del Maestro, who's going to get a shot tonight. I haven't yeah. really noticed him that much, but, I, I you know, you hear good things. And then you eat Nolan Allen, obviously. I, I think he could be one of those stay-at-home guys that could kind of take Jake McCabe's spot from last season. And Yeah. I just, these these other names, I, I mean, come on. I, I don't want to waste time with, like you said, Zaitsev. Why would we bring this guy in? You know? Yeah. We got all yeah. these young guys coming up. Yeah, there's no hurry and everything, but uh, we got to see what we got so we can analyze it. You can't analyze you can't get a good reading off Rockford, you know, so, and, you know, juniors, because they're not playing against the same skill type. So let me get your opinion. You know, Alex Vlasic has been playing with the Hawks. It was on and off the year before, the season before. Last year, he played a lot more. This year, you know, he's looking to crack the team full time. I think that it's really disruptive to this guy's, you know, his you know, him getting that confidence, being able to to head to the rink, knowing that he's going to play when you've got a guy like, Z- you know, Zaitsev uh, on there, who's going to take a spot just because, you know, he signed, you know, I, I think that it's, it's, it's detrimental to his development. And I think that from what I've seen, and you know, what, from what I've seen from Vlasic previously, I think that he deserves an opportunity to play now. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you hundred percent. He's 22. And he's freaking what six five, six yeah. six. That size, you need that man. We we need big defensemen to make it harder for the opposing team to get around long reach. And you know, I I, I like the fact that he's from Chicago, Chicago yeah. kid that's got a lot of a lot of hype. And yeah, I think he should make it. And you know, if if these guys are better than guys like Zaitsev, Connor Murphy, you got to move them. You yeah. have to. You can't hold on to this crap. I was going to ask you. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Do you think that? Do you think that Connor? It's it's coming to a time that Connor Murphy's, you know, might be should be worrying about his, you know, his spot. Do you think that it's it's coming to a time where, you know, Connor Murphy is, um, you know, I'm watching I'm watching Nolan Allen and he's playing well. I'm watching Korchinski and he's playing well. And I'm looking at Connor Murphy, who can't put a fork in a stick and, and carry it around his net and, and, and falls down, you know? Exactly. Well, here, here's my question for you. I was wondering. I was, I was surprised that his helmet didn't come flying off. Uh, uh, well, how, with Connor Murphy, are there more good moments or more bad moments with him? Well. There's more bad. That's well, the answer. You can't. You don't really see his value all the time because of I don't see something. Some things, you know, they stand out so much. But 
you know he's you know he's a pretty big a pretty big guy. He brings some size out there. He's six four. He doesn't use it. But, yeah, that's true. But at <laughs> the same time, you know we've got uh, Isaac Phillips. He's six three. Isaac Phillips plays pretty well. Jared Tenorti, I thought played pretty well last year. He's six six, but he gets hurt quite often. Vlasic is is another player. Vlasic six six. Um, I'd just like to go young. Go go young. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to go. I'd point, like to go young go. too. We're we're every the forwards are going to be very young this year. The defense, I just don't see what the hype is with Connor Murphy. I've I've never seen it, and I understand when you don't have a lot of talent, you pick the best player out of the bunch, and yeah, maybe Connor Murphy was solid and had some game experience, but I mean these young kids coming up. They're they're making him look worse, in my opinion. They like, are. Korchinski's solid. Allen very solid. Delmeister. Yeah. There's a lot of hype with these kids. And right. And like it's, I said, it's, Murphy makes more mistakes than he does good. And yes, he defends his player, his teammates when you know they get hit. He'll come. He'll drop the gloves. I respect that. But he doesn't hit much. He coughs up the puck a lot. He gets caught sleeping a lot. I yeah, man. I. I I don't see the hype, and I've never seen the hype, and maybe I'm bitter because this guy came for Nick Jarmelson, one of the yeah. best defensemen we've ever had in the organization. And yeah. if you're going to move that guy, you better bring somebody good back. And it it's, hasn't lived up. And I don't yeah. know any team that would, like the scouting report on Connor Murphy, what, what is, what's positive I can look at? He's good yeah. in the locker room. Okay. A lot of players that are in the National Hockey League are very good in the locker room because they're good players. <laughs> They've been around. They're usually good leaders if, you know, they, they start off and they're, you know, they keep moving up. They, they know how to play. So well, they probably know that if, if they're, they've seen locker room cancers and they see what happens to them, they're no longer in the, in the, in the National Hockey League. Yeah, exactly. Well, th- that's the thing. Like, th- is that the only good thing you could say about Connor Murphy? Oh, he's really good in the locker room. Well, who gives a shit? You have to still play. And right. he makes more mistakes. And he's not good in his own end. I'm sorry. He doesn't prevent, you know, he doesn't prevent a lot of goal scoring chances. He, he, he's usually the reason why other teams score sometimes because he's gets caught. He gets caught. He, uh, what, what I noticed with him last year, he'd be in front of the net where he's supposed to be and a puck would zip right by him to an open man. It's like, dude, you got to move. You got to turn your head and look. And I just, I don't, I never seen the hype. And I think it's, if you can move him, move him. You know, guys like Toronto were mentioning they wanted him last year and then, Hey, Jake McCabe's available. Yeah, I'm going to take Jake McCabe. So <laughs> there's a reason why nobody nobody grabbed him because he's just not that valuable. And right. the cap hit's not bad. I think it's four million. That's not bad for you know a bottom five six defenseman. That's what he would be on any team. Right. So yeah, I think it's time to move on from that guy and let's get these young kids a fair shot and get them some you know game experience because it at, at some point they need it. That's precisely my point. Connor Murphy is taking up a spot for somebody, and I think that he could, you know, I think that he'd be better off if he went somewhere else. Yep, 100% with you. I, I said that for the last couple seasons, but, you know, when you you need cap space, you got to get o- over the basement sometimes. There's a lot of people who like him. A lot I, of people I, like him. I, I, I see it on Twitter. I see all the people always praising him, and I said, for what? What are you praising the guy for? Just because he's Connor Murphy? I mean, what, what, did, what did he do 
that you like them so much. I, I've, like I said, there's just more, there's more turnovers. There's more reasons why we got scored on because of him than he prevents. I don't see a big block shot. You know, it's just, it's just give the guy the position. Oh, he's really good. Oh, okay. If that's your reason, I guess. But I just, I like, it's, it's time. I, I think it's time. If they can move him, move him. Where do you think, do you think that Toronto will come calling? No. 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 Toronto, I think probably, I don't know if you watched their last, well, if you look at the roster, dude, they look probably like the best Toronto team we're going to see. The only thing they need is a goalie, and I think they're going to go mm. hard at the deadline for a goalie. I mean, I, I love the acquisition of, you know, acquisitions of uh, Tyler Bertuzzi and Max Domi. Those guys are playoff guys. They're guys that you want out there throwing their body around, doing whatever it takes, and that's what they lacked the last couple seasons. So if they can get a guy who could steal them a couple wins in net, I think this might be like their last chance. That window is almost closed. So this is yeah. what that's what they got to do. This is the year they that they got to make noise. Hawks lost their second game to the Wild, three to two in OT. Savoy was taken off in a stretcher and still hospitalized in Minnesota. That's pretty scary. Um, he was supposed to be a an up and coming player, uh, you know, this season. So it's hard to see. And uh, it sucks, man. You have these guys who are who are competing for roster spots, trying to make it in, and they get injured. You know, it, it happened to it happened to Wyatt Kalinuk, happened to Ian Mitchell, it happened to. Um, who else did it happen to? There was another notable person. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And it sucks because like they just can't bounce back after that, you know? And uh and it's just it's just uh, it's it's terrible that that it happens to guys. Um Tyler Johnson and Entwistle with goals. Entwistle, man, I think that he's a fourth line uh guy, man, that that uh I like him. He deserves a spot for sure. He's he does. Worked, he worked hard last year, and you know, you look at the goals and the guys who put up the points. These are roster guys: Tyler Johnson, Boris Kachuk. Uh, he had two assists last night, I think. So, I think they'll be he'll be an you know healthy scratch scratch guy, but uh, I think he's he's going to make the team for sure. Right. Um, Soderboom played the whole game and stopped 29 of 32. Drew Camesso played the first first night. I thought he looked good, man. Yeah, he, I thought he's that, going uh, tonight. He's going tonight. So they're really giving this kid a look, which is yeah. which is exciting. Yeah, because this is probably as close to being um, you know, NHL uh caliber player. I mean, these are all NHL caliber players, but you know, by no means are these uh any NHL uh are these NHL full blown rosters, you know. Um, so the Hawks are going to play the wings, man. You know what? I wish that we could get somewhat of a rivalry back with them, but it's a shame that we can't because of, you know, they're in the Eastern conference now and, you know, it's just not the same anymore. Oh, Imagine, terrible. I mean, yeah. unless we face them in the Stanley cup finals, but wouldn't that be a story? Well, did you hear the news about, uh, well, did you see Kaner's rehab video? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, dude, he looks ready to rock. <laughs> Well, I've seen a couple yeah. of him earlier, but I haven't seen there's anything a, recently. There's a new one where he's full on full speed. Oh, really? Yeah, and they're saying it's the Wings and Caner Camp have been talking, and ah, uh, that just hurts uh, to hear, dude. It hurts. It hurts. It, honestly, no. it would hurt worse than Shelley. Absolutely. Yeah. 
God, man, I don't want to hear the, that. The good thing is, like you said, we wouldn't have to face them six times a year. It would just be two. But, right. I mean, still. But still. It's like, oh, come on, dude. Davidson, just fuck, give him a contract. Let yeah, him finish man. his freaking career here. Yes, Don't please. let him go to Detroit or St. Louis, some, something like that. He, he's been skating in Toronto. I'm looking at the link now. He's, he's up in Toronto. But Why is he in Toronto? I'm not sure. I, and maybe he's just trying to mess with the media or something, but there's no way they don't, <laughs> they don't, they don't have any cap space for Kaner. I've been, I've been, I, I heard that he was in Toronto and I was like, why would he, why would Kane, if, if out of all places that he could be, why would he be in Toronto? I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe Austin Matthews is like, hey man, I'll give you 5 million on the side. Just sign a one year deal for 1 million. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to you straight from my, uh, straight from the, yeah. like, I'll quick pay you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Brayco Bedard and Doc, Colton Doc will be in the lineup today. Um, he, he's he's gonna be worth. Uh, I'm a little nervous because what happened to the other doc, you know, getting hurt in the in the preseason. I, I'm ho- hoping nothing happens to Colton because, you know, I mean, he gets the he gets the injury bug quite a bit. Yeah, he, he plays hard. I mean, it's gonna happen. And if he's like he was playing in that prospect game in front of the net, screening the goalie, taking a beating, it, it could happen. You know, but uh, those are those are guys you like on the team. You know, guys that. Screen the goalie, go go to the hard areas, and you know take beatings. I I respect the hell out of that. I'd never seen Kirby do any of that. Right, right. He's a he's a seems like he's a bit of a different type of player. Yeah, he seems like a Mark Stone type of guy. Don't touch me, type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, Del, Maestro, Del Maestro and Kaiser on the back end, and Camesso will be in that. So on to some NHL news. Mark Stone. <laughs> comments on getting hit by a kid trying to make the team. Golden Knights Mark Stone rips Kings Hayden Hodgson Hodgson after taking he took a big hit, man. He clean. calls him not really it was clean. Cleaner than a preacher's sheets. Not really much of a player, he says. You know what, man? Here's the thing. Um Mark Stone, if anybody gets the injury bug, it's Mark Stone. He, he is pr- probably one big hit from maybe needing to call it a career, not because of concussions, like his body just can't can't take it anymore. So he takes a big hit from this kid. He's trying to make the team. This kid's trying to send a Hayden Hodgson's trying to send a message to his team, like, "Hey, look, anybody's, I'll hit anybody. You tell me what to do, I'll, I'll come out here and do it." You know, and he's trying to make a career. And Mark Stone went completely off the rails uh trying to get his, his he was like red in the face trying to get his hands on this kid i get it he's the captain of the team but you got to keep your head up man you know yeah that's the problem a lot of these guys don't think they're they think they're untouchable and they're not going to get hit but eh, good for that kid uh, it was a clean hit and i hope he keeps on doing it yeah we'll have to put mark stone and uh, troy terry on the list of players that should not be hit Speaking of Troy Terry, just move him to the Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zegers is still not signed. Is it panic time for the Ducks? Is it panic time for Zegers? Here's the problem here: the Ducks and general man- manager Pat Verbeek was a. Uh, there was a three-year deal worth twelve million. Twelve million, meaning the star forward was going to be offered just four million annually. Now that's insulting for Zegers. That's it why. is. Yeah. It is because yeah. he thinks he thinks that. He's worth more. 
Now, we're talking about a player that's never scored above 25 goals a season. And I don't think that he is. I don't think that he's worth that kind of anything more than that 4.5 million dude tops for this guy. Uh, just because he does these Michigan goals and and he you know he's flashy doesn't mean that he's a um, he's not a finisher. You know he I mean th- th- have the Ducks gotten any better with him? No. They're at the bottom of the basement with uh, all of the other shitty teams. As a matter of fact, he's even worse because last year, the Ducks tried to field the team with this kid, and the Hawks, purposely, it seemed like they were trying to throw the season so they can get into that Connor Bedard sweepstakes, and the Ducks still suck worse than the Hawks. So, um... I don't. I don't see it with him. Yeah, I don't think that, in that a goalie. You know. Yeah, a legit and they had a goalie. goalie. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, yeah, here's I, my thing with Zegers. I don't see it with him. He is looking at other players, obviously, that make you know, that put up close numbers, comparable contracts and stuff. I think that he's saying he wants to be paid like Cole Caulfield, and I think his uh, salary. The cap hit is like at seven something, seven a year. I think he's looking for, and the Ducks don't want to do that. And so it's it's almost it's almost getting to the point where it's going to be a big distraction. Yeah. And if he's not playing an opening night, that's I think that's a loss for both parties. So I mean, if I'm Verbeek, I, Verbeek was a good player back in the day, dude. Good player. He he knows the game. If you does he, I, you know what, man. If, I wouldn't take Leo Carlson over Adam Fantilli. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Maybe the. Yeah, good. I mean, I'm happy for Columbus because shit usually goes wrong for them all the time. Yeah, and they got a guy who can probably score 40 goals. Maybe they so, probably almost fell out of their chairs. They're like, "You freaking kidding me?" Right now? Yeah. So you do have a point there, but if you're if you don't plan on resigning the guy for what you want to pay him. Now is the time to move him. You will get a huge haul for it. You know, I, I, you know, you hear Buffalo that they they want Zegras, so you could say, hey, yeah, give me a first rounder, give me your best prospect, give me a current NHL guy, and or you wait till someone offer sheets him, which I don't think is going to happen. But it's getting to the point where it's going to turn into a huge distraction, and it's all—it's going to be the main story of the season. Zegers' contract, blah blah blah, and it's really distracting. They—they they better get it going, otherwise, it's going to be another probably last place finish. It probably will be anyway because there's rumbling of Gibson not happy, and he doesn't want to play. So, and if jumping to Toronto again. If I'm Toronto, I'm be like, hey, you know, I'll give I'll give Gibson a shot. You know, maybe at the deadline we'll work something out. But uh yeah, this I don't I don't see what road the Ducks are like wh- what are they doing? Cuz that Drysidle guy that they have or I forget his name. I don't think it's Drysidle, but it's it's another top prospect. He's not signed either. So there's something going wrong there and I think it's they need a new road, a new vision, maybe start over a little bit and move these guys around because it's getting ugly, man. It is, and it 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 shouldn't be as bad as it is uh, right now. At least I <clears throat> I don't think it should be. Um, Vasilevsky um is going to have to have back surgery. Is this is this pretty much it for the for the for the Lightning this season? I you know I think they'll find somebody you know to hold down the fort. They're still too talented, man. They got. 
they're just so up front, just powerful. You got, you know, Cooch, Stammer, who's... <laughs> Stammer's not happy. Maybe maybe move Stammer off for secrets. Oh That's another thing, <laughs> yeah. man. Stammer's not happy. We we talked about that last week, and I think it's probably we're both pretty much Stamkos fans. I would I would think you are. He's pretty underrated. I think he's uh, a great just, player. It's just a weird situation with age and injury and all that, and the rest of the cap the cap space for the team. But uh, yeah, man, it's it, it's. A lot of distractions so far. I guess you could say you got Vassy going down all year, and yeah, I don't know who's going to hold on the net, but you know you, you're going to need your forwards to step up and outscore your problems, I guess. Which I think the Lightning can do. They got so much talent. Braden Point's another underrated guy, and Brandon Hagler guy. You know the Swiss Army knife. He can do it all. They're, they're still really talented. You know they still got. Victor Hedman back there, and I think they really missed Ryan McDonough though last year. And, oh yeah, really absolutely, showed, really showed. And but you know, their dynasty's probably starting to wind down a little bit, like ours did. You know, you kind of got these older get, getting older and getting older, and they're definitely going to be a playoff team for sure. But uh, yeah, Vassy, that that's going to hurt. Hopefully, he can come back for the playoffs and uh, be hundred percent ready to rock. Yeah, it's. I think that the that the Lightning are at at that point where, you know, they're, um, you know, they're just at this at that point where they're they're paying they're paying guys money, and you know they're they're kind of looking for cap space. They're going to need some players. A lot of guys have a lot of miles on that team, and their number one goalie's out. And we're not talking about any goalie, too. Like we're talking about other other world, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, and, you know Vasilevsky. And um, I just don't. I, I I would like to see. I'd like to see um, them. I, I would just like to see them have a uh, uh, maybe have another shot. You know, as as this dynasty rolls through, you know what? <clears throat> maybe Stam Stammer's like, you know what? I know that this is the end of the the road here. But um, I want to go down with the ship, you know. Yeah, he's doing nothing wrong with that. Probably the best lightning player of all time, man. Probably two yeah. cups, uh, five hundred goals with one team. That's always a huge milestone. Definitely Hall of Fame guy, and nothing wrong with that. Stevie Y was one of them, you know. Joe Sakic, and maybe he wants to just play with one franchise. You don't see it too much anymore. I thought, you know, Kaner and. Taves would be like that. I, I kind of have a feeling Taves might sign with a team mid-season, oh, which would suck. But, you know, uh, Stammer, absolutely Hall of Fame guy. And I want to jump back to Vasilevsky, though. Do you know who's very happy he's he's out for the season? <laughs> New York fans. Because now they can <laughs> rave about how great their goalie is. He's number oh, one. Oh, Yeah. Uh, you know, and you got, um, as when I say New York fans, I'm talking about both franchises because they both think their goalie's better. Sorokin oh, yeah. with the Islanders. Sorokin's good. He's, he's really good he though, good. dude. He is good. And then you got Shesterkin, two rushes. Well, you know what? So I would, you know, can, can we even say that, uh, Sorokin's may, might be better because he plays on a, on a, he, he, he played on a bad Islanders team for a long time and he kept them in it, which isn't necessarily the, the, um, the story for Shesterkin because, you know, Shesterkin has had some offensive help from his team. Always. Yeah, always. So that, that yeah, you hear a lot from Ranger fans that they think, you know, they have the best player in every position 
It's really annoying. <laughs> uh, Adam Fox is the best defenseman. No, he's not. Uh, Sir, uh, not Sorokin. Uh, Shesterkin is the best goalie. No, he's not. He's a good. Well, Panarin I mean, is the best. You know, I love the yeah. Breadman, but he is not. He's top ten probably. But when in the playoffs, he's probably probably the bottom. <laughs> Dud. Yeah. Dud. But yeah, Sorokin is a good dad. goalie. He is a very good goalie, and you know what? They're really good friends. You, you see them working out together in the summer. It's like, geez, you guys are on like the one of the biggest rivalries in hockey right now. Ranger fans and uh, Islanders fans—they just hate each other. And these these guys are just hanging like no big deal. We're getting paid. You know, we're playing in America. Yeah, and, yeah. making millions. Yep. And we're we're laughing at you guys because we don't care. We're we're cashing our checks. So. Dude, Sorokin is going to get paid one day, man. Yeah, and they'll have the money to do it. They got the money yeah. to do it. They're a very boring team to watch. But, yeah, they are. You know, they, you know, I like what they did last year with getting Bo Horvat, get get uh, Barzell some talent to play with. They got to Barzell's got to get it going, dude. He he needs help. Yeah. He's a great player. Uh, do you think Bo has a? Op- do you think he'll have a chance to hit forty goals this year? Yeah, I think he can hit 40 if he gets the time. He's like Kyle Connor, man. He's like that quiet 40-goal scorer that nobody knows about. That's another team that's so boring, the Jets. But, you know, they find a way to be competitive every year, and just they're really close to the playoffs or they make it. So that's another thing. If if they move Hellebuck, I think it's going to be a rebuild. They're probably going to start moving on, you know, these guys. Oh, they'd have to. Yeah, but. If I'm Toronto, man, you got a lot of options out there for goaltending. And I think Toronto is thinking, hey, we're up against the cap. We're going to ride it out to the deadline and see if we can, you know, just win by scoring seven goals a night, stuff stuff like that. Then you got Gibson, you got Hellebuck in the, in the mix. And who knows, maybe a, a young goalie will be out there, you know, like a young backup kind of taking the reins off of uh, a current you know, team, and they're moving on from another goalie. So you never know. But uh, I think, like I said earlier, I, I think Toronto. This is their. This is the year to do it. Yep. And if they don't do it this year, it will not happen with this core. And everything looks pretty good. The back end is okay, but I think the goaltending needs to be addressed. Maybe we should have uh, Jake Hahn on get a. Get a regular season preview going for some of these squads. <laughs> I see what he thinks. I love what they did. Tyler Bertuzzi's a stud. You know, I think he's going to help a lot if he could stay healthy. They they showed a picture of him on the he. It was I think it was last night actually. I was watching clips. You know, he doesn't have he doesn't tape his stick the knob. Who doesn't? Tyler Bertuzzi. Really? He plays without tape. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I saw that. What a psycho. He he <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a knob. He doesn't uh he wears the old school elbow pads and he shows them. <laughs> so he's just you know, every team has one. I, I know all the teams I play with, you got a guy that never would tape his socks. He would use shoelaces. You know, he would do just weird uh, corky things and he was still good. You know, it's like yeah. And when I look at this guy, it just looks like he he left the trailer park. He grabbed his bag, <laughs> go right right to the rink. But dude, I love the guy. Man, I, I love the too. guy. And I 
I'd love to buy his jersey, but I, I got a rule. I'm not buying jersey. one-year deal jersey, guys, unless they're... I, I'm only waiting until they get locked up or something. And even then, yeah. I got bad luck. I The last jersey I got was Brian Campbell in, like, 2009. Oh, but he, a, <laughs> he only played two years here. So, and he had that <laughs> massive deal. And I, I, I still love Soupy, but this is a guy, man, he root for, and I think he's become... He's going to be a fan favorite. In Toronto, he still won sure. a cup, though. He's, st- I mean, Soupy Soup? still won oh, a cup, yeah, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a big reason why he, I, th- <laughs> probably one of the better defensive defensemen on that core for sure. Yeah, which is didn't kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he played excellent with uh with Hammer, man. Hammer needs to have his 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 number retired, dude. Yeah, I, I know you were talking to me earlier about you're pissed off at. I am, man. Seth Jones, yeah, it. yeah, that's just uh, something that could have been addressed, I thought, with management. That's kind of a Bowman screw-up. And uh, even a taser, like, hey, hey, you can't. No, I, sorry, you can't. Like, now, even with Sharpie, no one's wearing number 10, because right. Corey Perry wanted it, I believe. And Yeah, he did. That's what should have been said about number four, for sure. So if they're not, if they're not allowing people to wear number 10, they shouldn't be allowing... They should, they should say, "Hey Seth, hey man, look, we're looking, we're looking to retire this dude's jersey. Um, Why don't you just uh, change it? Yeah, can 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 you change it to something else? You know, we've got number eight. You know, I'm, I don't think, uh, I don't think, uh, what's his name, man? He used to be a fighter for us. Cam Russell's gonna <laughs> be too upset about it if you t- take his number. Yeah, and obviously Patrick Poulin's not upset because nah, we've got we got." We got Wyatt Kaiser. I think he's wearing 44 now. What did Nick Letty wear? Was Nick Letty number eight? Eight. Was he? Yeah. Nick I thought he wore number eight. Yeah. I know he's number two now because he wanted to honor Keith. He said Keith was a big impact on him. And Really? Yeah. He liked Keith a lot growing up, too, he said. Uh, well, I'm just happy for Tony Amani because Tony Amani's yeah. well deserving of that number 10 retirement, too. Six time right. All Star <laughs> captain. Uh, his numbers are better than Sharpie in less games played, I think, too. Yeah. So just the three cups probably is going to push Tony out of the way, though. <laughs> Did Saad win three cups with us? Two. Or, oh, no, just two. two. That's yeah. right. Same he with Shaw. He was there for the first yeah, one. Shaw and, uh, I think everybody who won three cups should have their number it's retired. It's a lock. It's a, just a lock. If you have three, your name three times with Blackhawks, you are a lock. So Right. Yeah, I... I don't know what they're doing with that. And I know you also said uh, we were kind of joking a little bit about Reichel with 27. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I think guys like us, you know, like kids growing up that, you know, worship Ronick. I know I did when you played street hockey. He was the first guy. I'm Ronick. You know, I'm 27. And uh, I think the way it ended with him and Bill, it probably is not going to happen because there's a lot of <sighs> words exchanged. And I, I joked with you. I said, when Rocky got the team handed down to him, the first uh, the first legal thing was, "Do not retire twenty seven, or you're not getting my team." Because I hate that son of a bitch, something like that. So that that could be it. But yeah, I think it just him and the Wurtz family had a lot of exchange of words, and I, I think Ronick might hurt himself, even though he's well deserving of it. They brought him back for some, you know, some honor nights and stuff, which yeah. is great. But they need to give him the ultimate honor. If there's if there's any player other than Bedard right now that you would get their jersey, who would it be? Oh, on this current team, man. Ah. 
you know, I don't know, man. Because I, I, I maybe Korchinski. I, mm-hmm. I really like him. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm not big on buying names now. I just, I learned my lesson because I bought, <laughs> bought Havlat when he first came here, and it, <laughs> it only ended up for three years, and. I and before that it was just Amani. I used to wear my Amani Coho Captain jersey. Oh man! And um, I ended what up running into him at Johnny's <laughs> Ice House when he was with the Flames practicing the morning skate, and he signed it. So I'm afraid to wear it. And I uh, wouldn't. I do have I'd a have Balfour the- jersey, but that's that's in a frame right now. And that Amani one should be in a frame too. It's going to be. Yeah, I'm gonna get a uh, get that signed up and hung up and. Uh, I did get, I got gifts of Taves, obviously. I, I have a Keith jersey somewhere. I just, I don't know, man. I, I think my next jersey would probably probably be a Probert. 24, mm. I, I want to get the black one, the third one. Oh, yeah. And I'd, I'd want to get Ronit, or uh, Probert. And uh, that, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm just, I don't know, maybe I'm just feel like I'm too old to be wearing jerseys with, that are like, you know, these they're kids, you know? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do. I like the old school guys a little bit better. I do too. But, uh, yeah, I do. I, I am a Jersey collector though. I do have a lot of different, you know, I have the mystery Alaska Jersey from the movie. <laughs> I have Slapshot, the chiefs, and I got some college jerseys and some countries. I got a Russian Ovechkin and a rush, a rush, CCP, uh, Trechiak. And uh, okay. Team Sweden Lundqvist, the Team Sweden Forsberg, and uh, yeah, and, and I, I got the Winter Classic 2009 and the Heritage. Actually, it was a Winter Classic uh, against the Blues that one year with the cool 1961 logo. Okay, so I really like that one. I just I don't know, man. I if if I had to buy a jersey though, now it would probably be a 99. Uh, Dallas Belfort jersey. I just cannot find them anywhere. Oh, wow. But it's the the away one. I love the dark one. It looks good. Yeah. Just can't find it, man. Yeah. It's kind of funny. You know, it's, you know, you want to get that player that that sticks around for a long time. I think uh, I might try and find myself a, a Jarmelson jersey, man. Like you said. Um, or, you know, I kind of want to take a chance on somebody that they can be like the next guy, you know? Well, it's Bedard. Obviously, I, I got I got, <laughs> got a Bedard it, yeah. jersey. I got the Bedard jersey because it's one of those, like, he, he could be one of the best ever, you know, and you got to have that one. So, um, but I don't know, man. Wyatt Kaiser is standing out to me, man. Like this dark horse that came yeah. out of nowhere, you know, you know, th- there were some other guys that were ahead of him that were really good and he just stood out and he became like our next Seabrook, you know, or our next, um, or who knows, maybe he's our first Wyatt. Do you know what I mean? And, um, I'm, I'm really excited about this kid. Yeah. I, but he's got to be playing, you know, he's gotta be playing every night for me to get his Jersey though. Oh yeah. You know what? I think he's going to make it. I think he'll make it for sure. They got some, they got some good, uh, good hype with this kid obviously they put a c on him in that prospect game that that means something dude so they obviously yeah. see a lot in him i just think uh i think eric daze is going to be pissed at his 55 yeah <laughs> and you know panger the first game was saying yeah. that oh look at korchinski sporting eric daze's 55 <laughs> I, I was like dude this guy's awesome i thought panger I he's panger, been good man, man. panger's been he good he did a good job yeah, I, uh, I like Panger. 
how about um, Foster's delivery of uh, Buchnevich? Did never mind that. Did you see what he said? The Hawks don't have a shot this period. What he said? The Hawks don't have a shot this period. They were at five. <laughs> yeah, I was. Like, I, I think I remember. I, I think I remember he, he, hearing that. I was like, hold on a second, dude. Uh, Bedard just had a had a shot like two minutes ago. It was it was actually one sided for half of that first that uh, that first period. It's so awkward. Like I, I, I feel like I'm in the booth behind him when, when, when he says something awkward. I like put my head down. I'm like, oh, what are you saying? You know, like, and I feel bad for Panger at times because <laughs> he's yeah. trying to say something goofy, and Panger's like, uh, anyway, uh, that was a nice <laughs> save. You know, <laughs> holy jumping. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, all right, everybody. That's all that we got for you this week. We'll catch you next week with some more Blackhawks action, more NHL news. Until then, this is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.